Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. If you've ever thought about launching a digital product, one of the first questions you've likely had is, do I launch a course, a membership, a smaller digital product? In today's podcast episode, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to focus on and why. Hey, I'm Stevie, and in just under two years, I quit my corporate job, grew an audience of tens of thousands online using social media and podcasting, and used my platform to build a wildly successful online business selling courses and digital products. Now, here's one thing I know for sure. There has never in the history of the world been a better time to launch and grow your online business. All you need is Wi-Fi, a little strategy, and someone to show you the way. This show is dedicated to showing you how I did it and how you can too. Welcome to the Stevie Says Social podcast. Hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Ready to get started and create your own online course or digital product? Head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash checklist now for the ultimate how-to guide. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Stevie Says Social podcast. I'm so glad you're here because today we're talking about one of the things that I know is the first thing that you think about when you're kind of thinking about dipping your toe in the digital product water, okay? So you're kind of like, look, I'm over this time for money business. I want to create something that is a product that doesn't require my time and that I can sell over and over again. Smart cookie you are, but I don't know exactly what I want to create. I don't know if I want to create a course 
or perhaps a membership, or maybe just dip my toe in the water with a smaller digital product like an ebook. Now, I have experience in all three of those different digital products. So, what I thought I would do is break down exactly what I think that you should focus on. I'm not going to go through kind of the wishy washy pros and cons and let you make your own choice. I feel really strongly about the the one that I'm going to tell you that you need to focus on, and I'm going to tell you exactly why I feel that way from the benefit of hindsight so that you don't make the same mistakes that I did. So let me give you a little bit of a background. Now, way back in 2018, which feels like a long time ago in the online marketing space, even though it wasn't even two years ago, I launched my first product, first digital product. And that was a flagship online course. It was called Hashtags Aren't The Answer. You may or may not be familiar with it. I have since retired that course, but it taught all of the things Facebook and Instagram. And I launched that particular course at $597 US. Now, one of the best decisions I ever made was launch and relaunch that particular course. Okay. So I didn't get shiny object syndrome, at least not until a little bit further down the road. And we'll talk about that, but I didn't get shiny object syndrome straight up. And I uh, decided to keep relaunching that particular course. So when I launched it the second time, it wasn't as a course. So I was in a community with somebody that was talking about all of the benefits of memberships, how it has that kind of recurring income and, you know, how it was the holy grail of online marketing. And I kind of bought into that and I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to turn my course into a membership. So I did that for the next launch and I priced it at $997. Or I think it was 12 monthly payments of $99 or something along those lines. Don't quote me on that, but something around there. And I uh, decided that I didn't like that particular business model. So I'll go through all of the whys a little bit later on. But the launch after that particular launch, I went back to the course (laughs) business model. So relaunched it again as a course for the same investment, $999. Now I've since launched and relaunched that particular product. Like I said, a number of times I've created an evergreen sales funnel, which I'll talk about in a later podcast episode to sell it on autopilot as well. Uh, And so I really kind of uh, understand the ins and outs of uh, the course side of things. And then also the membership, because I trialed that as well. Now, at the same time as I launched hashtags aren't the answer, I also launched a shop called the social shop. Okay. Funnily enough, it's not like I own the trademark for social shop, but I have seen so many other social media managers uh, and social media coaches launch social shops, even with products very similar to mine at the exact same price point. Anyway, I wish they knew what I now know about this particular part of my business, right? So the social shop basically had low-cost social media templates ranging in price from around about $27 to about, I think, uh, the most expensive is $45, I think. So they're templates and resources that are available all the time and people can just come across the shop. They can come in and purchase one or a few of them basically on an as-needs basis, okay? So that is the low-cost digital product uh 
exercise <laughs> that I kind of, uh, you know, implemented into my business. Now, around a year after that, so a year after hashtags not the answer and the smaller digital products, I decided to launch uh, smaller courses. Now, I called them the Blueprint Series, and they were basically a range of lower price courses, which were deep dives into different elements of marketing and online business, right? And my original intention with those was to create and launch, get this, a new one every six weeks. So I started with a podcast blueprint because I knew that people needed like an action plan for podcasting rather than, you know, hours of theories and lessons. And that was really my messaging around uh, that particular one and nobody else was doing it. And then I did the same with a Facebook ads blueprint, exactly the same. Uh, And I had grand plans for a whole heap of others. Okay, now keep in mind that I launched these around the time that I had my little boy, Jimmy. So I was nine months pregnant and then I was like launching them in like the first few weeks of his his life. So it was very full on. Uh, But I quickly realized at the time an investment involved in creating new courses and new assets over and over again just wasn't sustainable. And I think I'll talk about this in a future podcast episode as well, but really you need to have a single product focus. Otherwise you are just absolutely scattering your focus, your time, your attention, everything, right? So, you know, if you've ever thought about, you know, I'll have a whole heap of different courses and they'll all be, you know, really affordable and really accessible and no, just no, don't do that. All right. I'll go through my why in a a later podcast episode, and I might kind of touch on it a bit later in this one as well. So that is kind of the main products that I had launched before what I have now. So earlier this year, I retired my hashtags aren't the answer flagship course, and I got really clear on what my product suite was going to be. And so I launched uh, what is now for now, my final product suite. So uh, Socials at Sell, which is an Instagram sales course, uh, and launch a wildly successful podcast, which is an expanded version of the podcast blueprint. Now, over the course of my online course journey, over the course of my online course journey, there's a lot of courses in there, I have created and launched all of the things. Okay. So it's only been two years, but I really have kind of uh, run the gamut of what you, you know you can create when it comes to online marketing. And my verdict here is what I recommend. Listen in guys is one single flagship online course for the win, not a membership, not a low-cost ebook or digital product, or even worse, not an army of low-cost ebooks or digital products, and not a heap of smaller courses either. So let's discuss why that is. The problem, firstly, let's talk about low-priced ebooks and digital products, okay? Because this is where a lot of people think about starting. They kind of think, you know, I'm new to this whole digital product game, so I'll start with something small and really kind of just dip my toe in the water. Or they'll think, you know, I can charge a smaller amount for a little mini course, so I'll start there and, you know, it'll be easier for me to sell. If that is you, let me give it to you straight. Okay, so it is actually the same amount of hard, 
to launch and sell a $500 or $1,000 product, you know, a flagship online course, as it is to sell a $50 or a $100 product. Really, the time that you spend putting all of the assets together, so, you know, sales pages and the course itself and all of the emails and everything, the effort that that takes, so time and effort, and then also the time spent optimizing. So, you know, you don't just create something once and then put it up for sale. You need to optimize it to get it to a point that it's profitable. Now, that time is pretty much the same amount of time, whether you're creating a flagship course or you're creating a lower cost product. Okay. Uh, Give or take, you know, if you're just creating a, a quick template, it's going to be different to a flagship course, but I'm talking more about the time and investment in, uh, creating something that's, you know, a smaller course at a smaller price point, as opposed to something big, right. Or something that has a more valuable transformation. And so, What that actually means is that you are doing the same amount of work with less return. Now, the other thing that I want to mention when it comes to this kind of scenario is that the conversion rates, so a conversion rate is just fancy kind of language for the percentage of people who see your offer, so whether it's a course or whatever, that actually buy. The the conversion rates are actually really similar whether you decide to go with a course uh, that is a flagship course or whether you decide to go with something at a lower cost. Now, what that means is that you actually need to attract many, many more people into your audience to make the same amount of money. And so one of the biggest challenges when it comes to creating digital products isn't the creation of something awesome. It's how you actually sell it. And it is a volume game. And so you are going to, if you decide to launch something for $100, right, you're going to need a lot more people in your audience to make $10,000, for example, than if you had a flagship online course for $1,000 or for $500, all right? So a good case in point with my business is that I have sold many, many of my shop products, okay? I have one audience, you know, I have one group of people that know about me and that are on my email list and on my Instagram and all of that sort of thing. And I've had many more of those people buy my shop products and have bought my digital courses, right? But the revenue that my shop products bring into the business is just a tiny, tiny percentage of what my courses have brought into the business. So that is the problem with low priced ebooks or digital products. Okay, so tick them off your list. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. If you've ever thought about creating and launching your own online course, but you felt overwhelmed with all of the tech options, I want to share with you the all-in-one solution that I use to manage just about every single aspect of my online course business. That tool is 10x Pro, and they are currently offering my listeners, you, a 30-day trial for just $1 plus some very special bonuses that you won't get anywhere else so that you can test it out yourself. To get started, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 10x Pro. That's the number 10x for xylophone pro. Enjoy. Now let's talk about the problem, in my opinion, with memberships. Now, just to uh, clarify exactly what I consider a membership. So it is an offer generally priced between, you know, 
you know, $29 and maybe $299 a month. Okay. So people are paying on a monthly basis. And in most cases, people can leave at any time. So, you know, uh, they come into the membership and then they might decide to stay for five years or they might decide to stay for a month. Okay. Now, usually with memberships, they really focus on the community element as new as, you know, as well as new content. So, uh, having a thriving community and then having new fresh content uh, on a, you know, maybe a monthly basis or on a fairly regular basis. Now, this is not always the case, but this is how a lot of people structure their memberships. So really the holy grail, or at least the people that tout the benefits of memberships, say that the holy grail is recurring revenue. So what that means is that your members pay once and then they just continue to pay every month, right, for as long as they're a member. And that sounds great in theory. Here is the problem, okay? So the average stick rate, I'm not sure what the official, maybe it's retention rate, the official terminology is, I use stick rate uh, for a membership. So how long people stick around is around about three months, all right, which means that people will come into the membership, they'll generally pay for around about three months, and then they will cancel. Now, this may not have been so much the case back in the day, but I think people are so used to that subscription model, you know, Netflix, there's so many of them around these days that they're wary. This is just my own personal observation. I have no data to back this up, okay? But they're really kind of looking, especially if they're paying month after month, they're looking and going, you know, where can I cut my expenses here? And they'll zero in on the membership and they'll kind of go, oh, you know, let's try and get as much out of it as I can, stay for the shortest period of time and kind of get out. So rather than revenue that kind of stacks over time as new members join, your churn rate, so the number of people that are actually churning and leaving, means that you need to constantly look for new members to replace the ones leaving. And I think when people are coming in, uh, especially with a low-cost membership, uh, they're generally not going to be the people that are going to be committed to stick it out to the end. They might, this is again very much a generalization, but my perception uh, is that they're coming in and, you know, they're potentially as soon as things get a little bit difficult, uh, they'll look for another option. And so this is actually a thing. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Okay. So it means that people come in and they don't know what they don't know. And so they're very, very excited. And they're like, yes, this is going to be amazing for me. You know, it's going to be really good. Then they start to go through the content and they realize what they don't know. Okay. And so they start to realize, okay, this is going to be a challenge for me. And that's where a lot of people will generally stop. Okay. And and memberships, in my opinion, enable that behavior as opposed to, a, a, you know, providing an environment where people can get over that particular kind of mindset and actually get the result that they were looking for. So what I actually recommend in terms of uh, structuring your digital product Instead of a traditional membership, so if you like the idea of that recurring income, and who doesn't, right? It's great for the stability of your business. What I actually recommend doing is structuring your online course with all of the best elements of a membership without the downside. And so what do I mean by that? Basically, what I mean is that you can, and I recommend, and all of my courses have from day dot been in this structure, 
I recommend that your online course is limited to a year in ac- of access to the content rather than lifetime access. And so this specifically overcomes one of the problems that our online courses are notorious for, which is a poor completion rate, right? So I put it down potentially to that Dunning-Kruger effect again. Uh, people just don't complete the courses. They want the transformation, but they don't do the work, Okay. So if you have a year container on your courses with that kind of specific limited container of time, what I find is that students are more motivated to actually do the work and to get the result that they purchased the course for in the first place. So they don't just kind of go, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and then it's three years down the track and nothing has happened. They know they have a certain period, a container of time, which is a year, which is, you know, long enough to give them wiggle room when life gets in the way, but not so long that they never take action. And so that's a win for them because they're actually getting the results. Okay. And it's a win for you because your students are getting results and they become testimonials. This has made a huge impact in my business and it's a way that I recommend doing it. Now, the other benefit of doing things that way is that it provides you with an opportunity to structure your course in a similar manner to a membership in terms of the way that payments work. Okay, so two things you can, you know, rely more on payment plans. Okay, so A lot of people are scared of payment plans, and I do understand, especially in the current economic climate, the the benefit of getting cash up front. But I think that there is a real benefit to payment plans because it allows you to uh, plan out your revenue in a way that you get ongoing recurring revenue even without a membership business model. And so what you can do is... Uh, have people come on payment plans, whether it's three months, six months or 12 months, you know, which is more accessible for them, right, rather than paying up front. And it allows you to stack your revenue and grow what is called your monthly recurring revenue over time. Okay, so you can build it up to $5,000 recurring a month, right? And then really your only job is to keep getting a certain number of people into the course every month to maintain that income. So that is how I recommend that you structure things in order to kind of get the best of both worlds when it comes to the the, uh, benefits of a membership with that recurring income, but also uh, still have it in a course format where you create all of the materials. People aren't reliant on you to get results. They're reliant on the materials, right? And you don't need to be providing fresh new content every month to feed the beast, which I think gets a little bit overwhelming over time when you're consistently having to do it. Okay. So they are my thoughts when it comes to the difference between courses and memberships. So let's go into why specifically a flagship online course is the best. Now, I've spoken about all of the different courses that I have created and how I've done low-cost ones, and I thought it was going to be a great idea to launch a new one every six weeks, and I was crazy. But really, when it comes down to it, with the benefits of hindsight, the one thing that I wish that I had have known when I first started out is that creating just one flagship online course is the simplest, quickest, most effective way to create, to launch, to scale, 
a digital product or specifically a digital product business to the moon, to a million dollars if you want to and beyond, okay? So why is that? Number one, a flagship course will really put you on the map, okay? And it allows you to become known for one thing. You become the go-to in one particular space. It allows you to focus your marketing efforts and it allows you to optimize just with one product rather than having that scattergun approach where you kind of go, oh, I've got all of these products. I need to optimize them. I need to get them firing and I don't know where to start and none of them are working. You can really laser focus on one and that is so, so, so powerful. That alone will get you to a million dollars, right? And it also allows you time to really make that one course amazing, which means better testimonials. All of your energy is being poured into those students rather than, you know, creating another course because you think that's the way that you're going to get success. The final thing I want to mention as well is that it also makes sure that your audience kind of gets to know you for something. So you become the go-to for one thing rather than them getting really confused. And, you know, you've got a course on podcasting and Facebook ads and all of the things. You're not the expert for one thing. Okay. So if you are the expert for one thing, you can really start to um, build your personal brand around that. And then, you know, you've got this one offer that people come in and they purchase, and that just puts rocket fuel on what you do. So, in order to get to that point, 99% and I, you know, put my hand up, I was guilty of this. I learned it the hard way. That is why I'm sharing it with you so that you don't. But really the trick is that you need to avoid shiny object syndrome that comes after you create your first thing. And you need to make sure that the first thing that you create is the right thing, i.e. a flagship online course. All right. So I say that, guys, with the benefit of a lot of hindsight, it is the number one thing that I wish that I had have known in the early days of my course creation and digital product journey. Uh, you know, those low cost, there is a place for those low cost offers when you get a little bit more advanced, things like SLOs. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, ignore me, but it can, you know, come into play to feed your flagship online course. But in terms of having the main offer that you sell in your business, it should be that one online course, you put all of your efforts into it and it will put you on the map. It will allow you to simplify and focus your efforts. It will allow you to price and position yourself for profit so that you can actually reach the revenue goals that you decided to create this thing in the first place for. All right. So that is my rant. Now you know. (laughs) If you don't know, now you know. (laughs) Uh, So if you guys want to know a little bit more, my Launchpad program really is uh, specifically designed to teach service providers how to swap clients for courses and to create that one flagship online course. Okay. So depending on whether you're listening in real time, the wait list will be open. And so I'll be launching to that wait list with foundation student, uh, really kind of special things. Uh, so head to stevie says social.com forward slash launch pad. If you're listening afterwards, still head to stevie says social.com forward slash launch pad, and you'll get the details and how to apply and all of that sort of good stuff as well. I hope that was helpful. Head over to Instagram and send me a DM and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Actually do it, guys. There were 5,000 people that listened to this damn podcast episode last week and I probably got 
10 DMs max. So please come in and talk to me. I want to have a chat. I'm going to leave it there. I will talk to you guys next week. And until then, bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode. This podcast was edited by my awesome friends over at Podcast VA. If you're a podcaster wanting to outsource your own podcast editing, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash outsource and get all the details there. Hopefully you liked today's episode. And if you did, please leave me a quick rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. I would be so grateful. And come and say hi. DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. It's at Stevie Says Social. See you next time.